Oh, Jesus. God, that's loud. Turn it down a little for you. Welcome to another fiery episode of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you proudly by Liebel Troker Incorporated, uh, the, the most powerful multinational conglomerate in the known universe. I'm HateSec. Uh, joining us live tonight for the full broadcast is Wild Bill Kilgore from the Chronicle.su, the resident ufologist who... Uh, together with me brings you the trusted news uh, that, that you all depend upon for your well-being and security at the Internet Chronicle, Chronicle.su. Bill is a very important journalist. Uh, but and I'm definitely, listen, I'm definitely not a ufologist. That's, those guys are retards, man. You got to take some of them seriously, right? Because there there has to be some good ones out there that really uh, get behind. Well, like, they, they they don't call themselves ufologists. I'll tell you that right now. If they're serious about anything, what about that one guy, Stanton Friedman? Oh yeah, look at him. Is he not? He's the perfect example of what I'm talking about. He's not like a. He's not one of the good ones, as you would say. No, the good ones are just scientists. Ufologists is a made-up... That's not a ology. That's not a thing. What? About, uh, well, the way I see it, like, if 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 I was going to be a res- like a respectable ufologist, right? I would Listen, forget about this. This is like, <laughs> a respect ufologist, not thing, man. What's the show tonight? Let's let's get to the we're talking about here. UFOs and the extraterrestrial. And uh, are we going to do the fake news first or not? Well, we've we've started we started this. this. Was an idea we had. Maybe we were going to do fake news, but now we've already got into. Well, maybe what's uh, ufology? <laughs> what is ufology? We we can get to the fake news is later. It... Uh, tonight's broadcast, by the way, is brought to you by Chronicle.su and. Uh, uh, we are sponsored by uh, tonight's story, which is the about the business in in Hong Kong and stuff. Okay, but if I was a ufologist, uh, I would be, I would do it the way they taught me to do it in journalism school, which is that for every claim that there is, I would actually go and uh, do my due diligence to find out uh, if there's any veracity to the claims. Well, listen, if you go to the UFO. Ologists, you're going to the wrong people. 
um, scientific criticism. We're reading this on Wikipedia right now. Status as a field, ufology. <clears throat> it's a partial or total pseudoscience. Um, it, it claims to exemplify the methods and principles of science. This is what pseudoscience is. But do not appear to do not adhere to any scientific method. None. That's what it says right there. None. No scientific method. No falsifiability. Any kind of thing that would classify it as a science. So they call themselves ologists, just as like Doctor Troubadour might call himself a doctor. He's a fraud. We so all know. So they're it. kind of just whacking each other off in these UFO circles. They they're UFO maniacs. I don't know. You can call them anything you want, but not ologists. That's a that's a that's a lie. Anyone so, who calls himself a ufologist is there at are least part. leading investigators though. There are people who take that want to uh, take UFO claims seriously, and uh, they they've dedicated their lives to to tracking these claims down. And like one of the important ones, right, was Stanton Friedman, who like looked into Bob Lazar's claims. And came up dry, as it were. Yeah, there's a guy who can't even write a good episode of Star Trek, but he does have a pretty big audience. No, we got to uh, like when I when I saw Bob Lazar's thing, right? I wanted to take it seriously because he sounds so. Uh, he's got a way of speaking where, like, he almost can't believe it himself. So it makes it kind of draws you in, and it's like, yeah, this guy can't even hardly believe his own story. Why would he bring this on himself? You know, he's kind of he reports it as if, like, hey, I'm just telling you what I saw, man. I'm not trying to, you know, pull anybody's leg here. And it uh, it makes me want to believe him, but he's just uh, there's a lot of stuff he says that, uh, like you said, like. Like Gene Rottenberry, when he wrote Star Trek, he would occasionally call up somebody from MIT or whatever and be like, hey, let me run this by you. Well, I don't know about the warp drive. You tell me about the warp drive. How would it work? And they do. But this guy, Bob Lazar, it seems to have not even done that much. He claims to have gone to you at MIT, by the way, and nobody can, nobody can so, like yeah. figure it out. But look, I don't want this to be the show where we shit on everybody. Uh and and their claims like we're just trying to uh do our best to to make sense of what seems to be like uh, there's a theme right like we're willing to consider any story like, like for our own interests and enthusiasm we want to believe in these occurrences but we have to apply our own levels of scrutiny skepticism whatever the fuck you want to call it like we're just trying to ask questions and find holes in this shit not because we want to deny the claims but because we really want to believe in them and the only way for uh people like me and kilgore with critical minds to believe in this shit is to reach like what we would consider to be satisfactory answers to our own questions so my question about bob lazar is like okay maybe his science is wrong right he shouldn't be speculating on how that fucking drive works for example in the UFO that he claims to have investigated. No, supposedly. But he, he also shouldn't be saying that he went to MIT and this other school and there's like no records of that. Well, look, he claims to have been working on reverse engineering. 
uh, he called UFOs. it back engineering. Oh, right, right. Well, same <laughs> thing. That's a different thing. I mean, back engineered. Same, same thing. Uh, but you can barely explain how they were. You know, it's not like we see them floating around on some special secret technology. Right. And, uh, or that he can even seemingly, uh, make a, uh, decent explanation of what it is or how it works. All you get are some kind of two year old drawings. And you've seen his drawing that he did of the UFO. And, uh, there, there's some, there's some information, right? Like where somebody, broke his claims down piece by piece. I, I can't remember who did it. Oh, it was Stanton Friedman did this. Uh, where, uh, here's a review of Bob's particle physics. You want me to send you this? Yeah, and I'll send, look, I'm putting this in, in the chat. This is this is Bob Lazar's drawing explaining how it works. Like, look at that. How does that explain anything? It's just a... Is this in my Chronicle pad? Yeah, no, it's in... In the Discord, I'll put oh, okay. it in the pad. Oh, I see it. That's uh... that's his best technical drawing he can make, and he's an MIT engineer. And he drew a he's heart back... around it. Yeah, and he's he's back engineering this thing for the listeners. Uh... That's that's all he's got back engineering, and it, it, and he signed it too, like it's a piece of art. <laughs> but uh, Kilgore has shown me a picture. It's a UFO. Uh, what we would think of as a UFO, like right out of the fucking picture books. And it's got, he's drawn in what I assume are the three seats that he said were in this thing. Yeah. He says there were seats in it. He says the aliens flew it here. They needed seats. And, uh, and he's drawn a heart around the fucking UFO. Now is that supposed to be the uh, the energy field around it? Because he said that if he put his hand yeah, that's up the to warp it, field. That's it, the warp field. Oh, okay. The edge comes mighty close to the field, almost through See? the field. In fact, it does go all the way through it at one point. It's a shitty drawing, but look, he's not. A, he did. He's not an artist. He's a. It displays no technical knowledge at all. I mean, look at it. And it was his job. I don't know why they called me out there, but they wanted somebody to back engineer this thing. They said, Bob, you're our man. And, I think he uh, might be a drunk. I mean, look at that. He can't keep his hands straight. Um, he said that the seats in this craft... <laughs> now, he's supposed to be credible uh, for, for, for having... Uh, I don't know, man. He, the guy's credibility is a little questionable. We're going to talk about later. We're going to talk about somebody with actual credibility. It was that Commander Fravor guy. But the the issue that that is emerging is that uh, both Bob Lazar and the Commander Fravor dude, the uh, the accomplished fucking fighter pilot, who what did he he chased a UFO in his ship, and uh, and that was the video footage that. Um, that came Stunned out. Stunned the world. Stunned the world. <laughs> Left me speechless. My jaw was on the floor. It was a real shocker. But no, he he chased this thing. But okay, but they're both connected by this dude Jeremy Corbell, who published that uh, Netflix documentary about Bob, right? Or no, was it about Fravor? It was about Bob Lazar. 
and uh, you said it was it was to make Bob look real again. Am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, whatever, right? Like, but this Commander Fravor guy, when he went on Joe Rogan, I was watching him, and I was like, man, this guy's really got his shit together. The way I felt like about Bob Lazar, right? But, but. Jeremy Corbell, like every time he opened his mouth, it was like he was trying to sell us on this idea. It's like, dude, I'm already in. You don't need to fucking, you know, pitch anymore. The pitch is over, dude. I believe Commander Fravor chased that fucking tic tac shaped UFO all over the ocean. Like, I don't need you butting in, being like, and look at this man's credibility. It's like, yeah, dude, we know. Everybody fucking knows. <laughs> He's a commander <clears throat> in the fucking Navy. All right. Now, what's this connected to Corbell? Is this Corbell got? What's this connection? Yeah, uh, Corbell got uh, both of these people onto Joe Rogan, and somehow Corbell yeah. uh, is is involved with Commander Fravor to the point where, if they were to go to Comic Con, for example, like Corbell would be sitting there next to Fravor having all these discussions it's like he's a lot manager like at a fucking carnival okay so this guy who's the uh ufologist or at least see i wouldn't consider lazar or fravor to be ufologists they're not uh corbell is the ufologist right here but he's more of like a ringleader of some kind of circus right yeah yeah he's the lot man but he's not really a ufologist either because he doesn't have this pseudoscientific kind of uh he's more of a entertainer right he's like a publicist yeah okay but that doesn't necessarily mean fravor is a a bust right he seems to be one of the most credible witnesses right or is that in question too fravor uh there's no holes in this dude's account the only thing is, is he's he's sitting next to this fucking Corbell guy, and he looks ridiculous. Because every time Corbell opens his mouth, he's got this energy of somebody that just like Tony Montana lifted their face out of a pile of cocaine. And he's like, and the the propulsion, man, this thing was per, like quantum propulsion or what the fuck ever. And it's like, okay, first of all, motherfucker, nobody knows that. The dude who just who who was telling us that he witnessed that is not trying to push some spooky idea like it's the like it's propulsion or something. And then you know that's just Corbell though. Like that's just his problem. Like that doesn't really reflect on flavor flavor flav except that uh except that he's just a, somehow associated with this guy like Fravor like Joe Rogan, I don't understand why he needs Corbell on the show to uh, bring on Fravor. Well, just so everybody out there knows this, I've never watched a whole episode of uh, Joe Rogan, listened to a whole episode of Joe Rogan. I have no idea what happened on Joe Rogan, but um, <clears throat> you know, from what I've seen, Fravor is totally reliable. He seems to be like the last guy who would tell a lie and there's <clears throat> official documents and radar data here that we're talking about. Aren't, isn't there? Oh, uh, 
one other yeah there's radar data if, and shit. if this is a hoax this is a hoax put on by the pentagon right yeah i mean and the, you know and, and that doesn't seem like yeah why that likely they should yeah. they're busy with other shit like they're not like you and me like hey man let's fucking cook up a story about ufos well, what if it is a hoax by the Pentagon? Let's go down this. Some good old boys just dicking Let's around. Go down with the Pentagon. This one. <laughs> Why? What the what would the motivation be for hoaxing us about um, some military force that we could never hope to defend against? Right? Yeah, because this is well, something people believe. It they believe it's a hoax. Could be just to scare people. I don't see a lot of panic online. Uh, could it be to, uh, could this be kind of a bluff against our enemies? So look, we actually have these UFOs. Wink, wink. These are ours. We, uh, you think it could be that? A display of power. Yeah. Um, why not? They they dropped the A bomb to display power. Twice. This Why wouldn't they flash really, a UFO? It seems really indirect, right? I mean, they could. Why leak out evidence as if it's you? They could just show it, right? They could just, just show like, it. Hey, look, this is ours. Just show that sexy UFO. Let the whole world see your beautiful UFO, government. It doesn't seem that likely that the. I mean, the Pentagon's do will do all kinds of shit, but how does this? I mean, I don't see where there's a motive here. So probably not, right? It has the feel of uh, a true thing that there's these, uh, and and this goes back, and it's the, the this is the scary part. It's other countries have reported this type of craft, um, especially in connection with nuclear weapons facilities we've gone over this these are some cre- this is some credible shit and commander david fravor uh he also has the same kind of modesty that bob lazar what i think puts on where he's like i don't know yeah i don't know how to explain it i can tell you i think it was not from this world he's like i've seen pretty much everything i can see in that realm and this was nothing close so are we on the brink of a Alien invasion. Fucking Jeremy Corbell w- would come in at this point and, and with a really tall conspiracy. Well, thankfully he's not there um, to, to distract us. And Bob Lazar would say that the craft that they recovered was ancient from before our times. Does he, did he really say that? Uh, he says that he thinks it could be ancient, yes. Like that they almost that they excavated it. He says a lot of possible that seems things to contradict it. The the Area Fifty One thing. Oh, and Jeremy Corbell. <laughs> speaking of the Area Fifty One thing, he was the dude who it was like his idea to rush Area Fifty One. He was there, and he kept interjecting with like, "Oh yeah, and by the way, we rushed Area 50. and uh, uh. Commander Fravor was because uh, Joe wait. asked him. You, remember happened? Rush Area Fifty One? Oh, we're talking about Area Fifty One. What did Joe ask him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what and, did Joe, uh, old Joe ask him? And, well, uh, Joe asked 
Fravor or whatever, he's like, were you involved with this Rush Area 51 thing? And, and Fravor's like, uh, no, are you serious? Like, I was a fucking commander in the Navy uh, storming a government's facility is just insane. <laughs> and, and, and then Corbell was, and Joe was like, yeah, I don't really see the point in, like, getting people together like that. And Corbell was like, oh, well, I had fun. And Joe kind of had to put him in his place. He was like, yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Almost like, can you sit the fuck down and let the adults talk? There's a goddamn naval commander next to you. Have a little respect for the motherfucker. Sorry you can't just slap him in one of your cockamamie documentaries, Jeremy, but you're going to have to fucking chill. Was the vibe that Rogan gave off. When he was like, I'm glad you had a good time. But uh, in case you hadn't noticed, we're trying to have a, a serious conversation and you keep coming in with this. He he kind of alludes to the alien mind control stuff. Corbell does. Mind control? He kind of, he touches on that. And also Bob Lazar kind of gets into it a little bit. Like, like they're, they're, Jeremy and Bob are both good at alluding to these super crazy ideas that they've entertained, but only briefly and for a second. Like, you didn't even hear it, right? Like, uh, like it's not the main point, so you you don't have time to dwell on it in a way. So well, that's we got time to dwell here because <laughs> this is not fake news, Joe Rogan. We're really we're really Circus considering this nonsense. stuff tonight, and we we're, we take it seriously, and uh, we're we're not here to deny any claims. We want to believe. We just need real answers. What to is our this questions. shit? You're, this sounds like you're mind controlled saying all this. I, shit. Uh, I'm saying. <laughs> What Lebel Troker wrote down for me to say tonight. You say I'm mind controlled, bro. And they've got it. We are, they've got a lot. We of are state. taking. We are taking the news seriously. If uh, if you oh, keep talking like now. this, we're gonna have to go to break. <laughs> we got a. What's it? What do we got for a break tonight? Um, a little dicking around, a little of this and that. We're gonna we're gonna play with our dicks. Bob Lazar, fucking ignorant, uneducated motherfucker. Oh my god. Never went to MIT, man. There's no fucking records of him ever going to MIT. The government can't just wipe those records. Every commencement list, what, no professors remember you there? There's no dissertation. There's nothing with your fucking name on it. There's no lab hours. Nobody remembers you fucking spending overnights. This, this, this keeps going back to Joe Rogan show. Is this was this a really good show? Should I go back and watch it or was it um, really terrible? It's actually a great interview of Bob Lazar. It's it's yeah. as it's every bit as good as as Art Bell would have done it in the nineties. Maybe even better because uh he asked good questions. Let's see. Yeah, I don't I don't really care for Joe Rogan. I think he usually has shitty questions and they're like you know Well he he's not afraid of asking a shitty know. question. But at the, <laughs> the the guests get to talk. You know, like Dick Cavett would say stupid, ignorant shit. Dick Cavett one time, he was like... Uh, That's true. No, it's all the guests. I mean, he's just there to let the guests talk at the end of it. And it's it's hard to get, like, these big names doing long form uh, for this this big of an audience. For as long as they do it, for like two and a half, three hours. Like that's, Oh, yeah, it puts me to sleep. I can't take it. It's... <laughs> Well, Bob Lazar, you would have been riveted if you could hear him describe how this thing had seats. I'll put it on tonight when I go to bed. 
uh, he says that they were little seats, like little people were sitting on them. Yeah, and I've seen his, our, his his childlike drawings. <laughs> and he says that uh, our pilots flew this thing around. Sure, they did. <clears throat> and and then, he engineered them. There were some. <laughs> These good old boys had that ship fucking at their at their mercy, at their control. And he doesn't say like what the controls inside were like, like how they turned it on, but he, he claims to understand all these uh you know, all these things. Like should we get into Bob Lazar's theories and why they were broken? Or should we just maybe stay on Fravor and why his shit was good? Well there's Fravor saw the tic tac, right? That yeah. uh, was fucking up their their instruments. Like it now, was did, jamming their stuff. This is what I want to know. What does Bob Lazar say when he's confronted with this tic tac thing? He's like, "No, nah, it was it was more like two plates." He says the tic tac thing uh, verifies his claims about something about the uh, oh, and gravitational waves. Like when they detected gravitational waves, he says that that too verified his claims. But he says the Tic Tac thing is like, I'm telling you, man. That's what I've been telling people all along. No, that's that's not not at all like his drawing. No, but, but you know what I was thinking? Okay, so like, say Fravor's thing is real. Bob Lazar's is not, which is what we're saying. Well, no, if they're both true, then it's 100% a hoax from the military that they don't know what it is. So they're at, completely at odds. Did Joe Rogan mention that? Uh, I know. I bet he didn't because that would have caused a fucking fist fight. <laughs> Bob would have stood up. <laughs> you weren't going to ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Bob Lazar's is right, then we have to like rewrite he, physics. No, if Bob Lazar's is right, then he is pointing the finger at Fravor and saying, you are a fraud and a hoax. Well, why can't, and why you can't know Fravor what and that Lazar is. be there together? Because... Bob Lazar believes that our government knows what these things are, how they operate, and he himself has studied them. Okay. He should be he should be standing up screaming at Fravor saying, My God, you you hoaxer, right. you trickster. How are you denying you, this? Like we have you, these you chill, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good and, point. And what does what what happens on Joe Rogan? Is there any conflict at all between well, them, or do they just nod and smile together? I don't like think their stories aren't totally contradicting. No, because I haven't heard Bob Lazar contend that uh, that the government, that everybody in the government would know about it. In fact, what he said on Rogan was that uh, that he was given so little information to go on that he had to pry. Uh, and make a case for I need this information in order to do my job. So Lazar's thing was more about like no, it, the that data would be so compartmentalized that even the the accomplished Commander Fravor, who's seen one for himself, wouldn't know about it. But Fravor says I don't think it's of this world. He doesn't say oh, I think this is some black budget. Yeah, that's super true. Deep state, like he's not. Yeah, he's he, there. It seems like they're in a major contradiction here, and and Bob no Lazar touched on it. Uh, the contradiction. No, you're right because, like Bob Lazar, he also says that uh, like the government has conspired has conspired and 
erased his uh, education records and that that's why there's no record. That's like some conspiratorial, they're coming after me, man. They want to discredit me, man. Like they're not doing that to Commander Fravor. No. In fact, they're helping him learn, you know, here and there. Uh, right? He went to his superiors and asked, you know, well, what is this shit? What do you know about Project Blue Book? Well, that's, what's that? That's the one where they looked into all the UFO activity and kind of had no conclusion. Yeah, it was uh, kind of like they were doing it like a journalist would do it. They were like, okay, man, mm-hmm. somebody saw this. Go out there. Check it out. Well, they spent their money, did the project, reached no conclusion. And they've done that. They did that again after with Commander Fravers shit. What right? did they do? They did another $3 million project looking into it again. Because his was so credible and they so had no explanation for it that they said, all right, let's get yeah, back out there. And that's the big story is that that also came up and, you know, there's no explanation. They didn't decide, oh, it's swamp gas or refla- radar reflections or God only knows what they said. And I guess that is that's unknown. That's what makes it so unique is that they had so much data and so much uh, positive evidence, but uh, still no explanation for it. That's true, uh, especially this the military. They can explain and all its everything. Resources. Well, they're they so quick to this. to jump to swamp gas to look at a map of the re- or whatever and figure out. Uh, like, well, oh yeah, that fits, was this phenomenon. They can they can explain a lot of them that way, and that that's part of the uh, project is being able to just have that intelligence to to know. Okay, so these are all the legitimate sightings that we can't explain, and then find the pattern to them. And there is a pattern on uh, of it happening in you know places where nuclear weapons are being developed, and where you know there's fighter jets and air force. Is in play, like this carrier group. And that could be, I mean, if you're talking about intelligent aliens, that would mean that they're interested in the way that we're advancing our technology. Specifically, they're interested in our defense. If they were only interested in our technology, these big uranium accumulating places, they wouldn't look at there. They'd look at our, our computational centers, right? If they're really interested just in technology. Yeah. They would just they, they would go to they go to MIT. Yeah, I mean, what is a big ref- uranium refinery or a bomb, nuclear bomb? It's You think that really that's a threat to a thing that can move around like that? I don't think so. They're not worried about that. They could probably fly through it or near a nuclear explosion anyway and be fine. Seemingly the heat that should be generated from the friction on their hull would be, you know, similar to the, the new, you know, it's, it's immense heat should be on their hull at the speed they move. A nuclear shock wave going past them, it's similar to what the, this, what, 18,000 miles per hour? I'm not going to go into the physics here, but it seems like probably they they would just sit there and get nuked, and, and nothing would happen to them. Right. They, they, their systems are so fucking stable, okay? You can forget 
uh, Bob Lazar, putting your hand up against it and fucking, oh, look, I can't touch it because there's some kind of field. This thing can sit and survive a nuclear Armageddon and not even move. It just wants to sit there and fucking groove on it, breathe it in. In fact, it moves so fast, it might as well be going through nukes all the time. Commander Fravor said uh, that this thing was moving in excess of like 1,400 miles an hour or something, you know, and then off the charts, like so fast, it's like, dude, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. It can sit through a nuke. It probably comes and goes through a goddamn fucking wormhole. Probably can retreat from a nuke quick enough. It doesn't have to sit through it, you know? Yeah, it, no, it's all right. I can I can collapse and re-expand into a fucking singularity. Don't worry about me. Yeah, already you've gotten more science in it than Lazar has. <laughs> he would say he would say wacky stuff, man. He he would. Uh, um, but the thing that he was really set on was that it came from Zeta Reticuli. This. Oh, that's right particular planet around uh, a particular star and now have we detected a planet there i'm i'm sure we have uh but here's the thing right this takes us to the barney and betty hill abduction because prior to lazar ever going out and doing something with this uh ship going out there and fingering the tailpipe Barney and Betty Hill were abducted, so they claim. And Betty Hill contends that the people who abducted her, they they told her that they were from Zeta Reticuli, I believe. Well, they've studied Zeta Reticuli, and it uh, has no known planets. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I think science has caught up with these guys. They've tried, they've looked at it for to find planets, and there's at most there's just a debris field around it. Uh, some of uh, our listeners have informed me that they are coming down from LSD. That's cool. Well, you're in the wrong fucking place, buddy. <laughs> Or maybe we're making making it easier on him. Well, keep listening. Maybe it'll get better. We're being sweet. Listen, Joe Rogan says, put me on. I'll make you feel all warm and cozy, guys. And then I'll punch you in the face. Joey Rogues. He'll make you feel safe because he's so big. And uh, you can just lay back in his arms. And then next thing you know, <clears throat> guillotine. He's like, Stretching you, and, he's, and, and your arms breaking out, and he whispers in your ear, "Have you ever seen a chimpanzee go spear fishing?" Yeah, dude, I've seen that shit on Discovery Channel. And you're like, yeah, Joe Rogan, let's Jamie pull that up. And hey, then listen. there's a chimp spear fishing. Jesus Christ! Well, I thought we were doing our bell, but tonight we're really doing Joe Rogan. Well, you brought it up, man. You keep going back to Rogan like he's your boyfriend. Well, that's okay. That's fine with me. Joe Rogan is more... Uh, the kids these days, they like their Joe Rogan. They know Joe Rogan. I like my Joey Rogan. Yeah. They named a pot after him. 
Oh, certainly did that with uh, anyone who's anyone now. A strain of sativa. Ben and Jerry's has their Troubadour. Doctor Troubadour, we had a big deal. Uh, Remember his his paranoia inducing double sativa. Uh, Not Danimal in the chat says, "What's up, boys?" Hello, not Dan. Hey, Dan. How are you doing doing tonight, Dan? Dan, you've been a guest on our show. He was a great but, guest. But he's a computer guy, right? He's not been abducted. That's what we're looking for tonight, listeners. <laughs> I think we'll open the lines here we so, don't know a he's little not, bit. We don't know he hasn't been abducted. Not Dan's been through a lot. There's some things we aren't going to talk about tonight, so please don't call in with any interdimensional Sasquatch stuff. That's not a real alien. I mean... It's kind of tangential, but not not really. And we're not going to talk about any any argument Olympics. No, we're not. Listen. We're not trying to like have silly, funny debates, like where you catch us on little technicalities or we use the wrong words or something. We're just trying mm-hmm. to, or even uh, argue emotions or issues. You know, I think uh, watching the Twitter feed tonight of the. The that, great dispute. There's something going on. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's it's something happening on TV. Well, we don't watch TV here. We just watch a 24-hour feed of Joe Rogan. <laughs> and from what I understand, there's some kind of uh, disagreement happening on television, and they're going to get to the bottom of it. The so truth that's cool. will be lost in any televised dispute here. No, but uh, the truth is on the radio. On the fake radio, the internet radio. There, it's not. There is some computer science uh, involved in uh, figuring out if we're alone in the universe. And from what I understand, uh, they they say that it's it's it seems pretty obvious that there's more out there like us because we made it. So there's probably something else. But that just because of the size and the scope of the universe the likelihood of us being like directly contacted like that is so low that uh that it's probably not happened to us like and that you know there's a way there's another way of explaining everything we've seen that yeah it life is out there yes it's common but it's not so common that we're tripping over each other over oh. here oh well it is very common here on Earth, and that's one of the more reasonable theories: is that it originates under the crust, and and we uh, just bubble up out of the cracks. No, well, biology—that's well, we did. That's kind of indisputable based on the uh, findings of people who dig up fossils. Not Dan says you think this is our native planet. Well, where else are we from? There's a our star before it was our star had to be several other stars that went through uh, hotter than normal events to create heavy elements that exist on Earth. That is, does it really matter if we were a germ on an asteroid? Well, look, that's how we, we were, got here. Before there was our sun. There were hundreds of other suns that all went supernova, that all had planets, that all likely had life. The five billion years our Earth has been around is nothing. 
It's nothing. It's so trivial. Uh, There's shit that's so much older than us that it's of we're course, babies. of course, we're not. We're native. I mean, where are we going to come from? Uh, uh, he says that per- perhaps it's some rock that got smashed, and some DNA and microbes uh, survived the impact that killed the dinosaurs. Maybe so we showed up after the dinosaurs on an asteroid and evolved from that. No, that's not. That's. I don't it think that's scientific. Evolve that fast because there weren't mammals at that time, were there? During the dinosaurs, maybe we, we didn't could need. We didn't need any fast. extra health. We didn't need any extra help. We didn't pick up any health packs. No, we didn't need any extra help. Well, so uh, science backs you up then that like we just bubbled up out of the cracks like that. That's right. Because Earth. our DNA is so life, listen. Relevant. Life originated in the crust, obviously, and ninety the great percentage ninety nine point nine nine percent of the world's biomass is under the crust, deep in the crust, way beyond even where we can probably drill. Deep down in that fucking crust, yes, there's there's life down there, and it doesn't have to come. Something we don't understand could easily come from earth all the time it could have come from earth or so what if it did if there was no life on earth and then we arrived on an asteroid and we were microbes in the asteroid and we survived the impact okay that's like a fair starting point that's a you know if you were starting a new game and rolling those dice you would write that character why not well it just seems like that's just a fantasy but it's it's all the same in the end if if the microbe uh, never happened on Earth. Okay, and Earth just got pelted by uh, a meteor that went deep under the crust, and then bzz, that's where life came from. Just like you say. And, it, you know, the asteroid theory and uh, starting under the crust don't have to be mutually exclusive in that way, right? Well, it's kind of a chicken-egg thing. It's kind of a pointless debate here. We were rocks in space. And... We still are. Yeah, we're just uh, scum how on are the we rock. Coming, we're coming from some other rock. We're coming from our rock. What's the difference? We're just scum it. on a rock, baby doll. <laughs> What's the fucking difference? <laughs> if we're we looking started for some starting book, and it's it's uh, some started first page of the book. No. There's not some magical rock that hits our rock that's unlike all other rocks that hits us and there's life on it. Where did that come from? They get hit by a rock? I mean, where are these rocks coming from that have life on it? Just hitting things. The, the, the interstellar timeline is so big and stretched out that even like the lifetime of the human civilization is just not long enough to really like be able to account for enough UFOs coming in that it matches the scientific a statistical probability of us being contacted by That's others. right. You think it's too we're too late and everything's all spread out too much. Yeah, could be. Yeah, we're too late yeah. in that sense. Maybe or just the, the shit nearby, uh it was just the wrong time, you know? Like we should have ended up downtown in the center of the galaxy where it's happening, but not here. <laughs> it is. It's real six. slow out here in this fucking galactic arm. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're out on the fringe. There's nothing going on out here. 
we're just hanging out in the parking lot around the star. Yeah, imagine that. Like fucking losers. Just hey man, we're we got we literally are so unwanted anywhere else that we just hang out in this parking lot. Like our friends' no, families don't even want us in the house. Yeah, look at <clears throat> I want to go back to Bob Lazar's crude drawing and in this moment of uh, hopelessness about uh, you know our isolation here in the far arm of the Milky Way, I will uh, try to bring that up into the even room. even this dim imagining, this crude childish picture can. Uh, and so that's about as far as we can reach. It's about it. It's about it, y'all. That's the real deal. Those are real aliens. Uh, this is the Bob Lazar UFO uh, while Bill Kilgore is describing. It's, yeah, it's kinda... Get a laugh. <laughs> get a laugh at that one. Uh, let's see. Your kid could draw a better, more convincing spaceship. I've seen kids draw twice as convincing spaceships, and they don't even have MIT degrees. The Bob Lazar spaceship. He, he signed it. He fucking signed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he does at conventions. That original drawing, he just, he just prints them out, signs them. Here you go. Let me draw you another. They say don't meet your idols. <laughs> Wait till Bob Lazar hands yeah, you this yeah. fucking... He's UFO. my real idol. Big time idol. Oh, and, and here's the three shitty seats that they sat in. They look like oil drums. And they, they sat down in them. Yeah, he drew the heart around it. This is a Bob Lazar original. Uh, this is as he reverse engineered it. It looked just like... And it's got these... What do you call that? A trellis or a fucking archway? It's like a like a French archway for windows. Like the, it's like the fucking Jetsons. I his mean, I, th- I got Roy. some other pictures here. I don't even know if they're really his. I believe this oh, is yeah. his. No, here's his some more of his drawings. These are really bad. His wife I mean, left him. You can see the way he like you know, just kind of scribbles. Bob like Lazar he, you know what his Head job up. is? His job is actually uh, to send... He, You can order fucking scientific materials from him. Like if you need a mile of alloy cable or something or whatever the fuck. He's like, oh yeah, I got you. You need this special kind of magnet? You know, what do you want to do? Disable somebody's credit cards from 10 feet away? Here's your magnet. Like that, he supplies that type <laughs> of shit. Jesus. Now here's a better picture a more technical picture that shows the um, the way this spaceship worked, and you can see there's Send just it, a horrible. Put it, drop stick it in the from... chat and and the um, oh, chronicle Jesus. pad because I don't have Discord over here. All right. But that's the he. There's no evidence that he worked at the that propulsion laboratory that he claims to have worked at. Like you the, don't need any evidence. You can look at his drawings, and they're clearly a scam. <laughs> I mean, look, this this is his technical drawing here, and it's it, it explains nothing oh, I whatsoever. It's just it looks like something a kid drew in a high school class on, and then put in his back pocket and 
crumpled up. Like it doesn't even maybe maybe more like elementary school. Let's get technical. You seen this? You seen it yet? I put it in there. It's there we go. It shows the distortions caused by A, distortion caused by C. This and is like something a child in, would draw. And it's not remotely mathematical. It's see how it's in quotation marks? That's not a No, those are scare quotes, man. So it's not really C. It's a sarcastic C. Discretion. It's amazing <laughs> he knew to use a raised dot A times C, but then now the uh quotation marks are gone. And there's there's a odd little kind of uh dragon on the side. What is the what, what is do you that? think that oh yeah there is. It's some kind of a creature coming in from the right to attack the vessel. This is what mm-hmm. would happen if a Leviathan launched from the ocean towards this craft while them good old boys was flying it around out in the desert just at S four. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah, such thing is, as S four, Bob. This is pure pseudoscience. You look at this A B C that's a joke. This is a goddamn joke, son. Um it says A B C on there's a little stick figure inside mm-hmm. driving it. And you get the heart again, the heart like shape. He's drawn himself. Oh yeah, so the heart wasn't just him being cute. The heart really is part of the supposed design here. This is how he reverse engineered it. He he said, This is what you get, man. You got a wave up front, you got infinite along <laughs> a plane. Yeah, he's really got some uh Deep technical knowledge here. He's sharing with us all. We need not Dan to break this down for us because he's fucking. Uh, he's the only person that could possibly understand a technical document as rich as this. Who listens to this show? He actually asked yeah. about calling in. We're gonna take callers in like ten more minutes. We're we're just well, about ready uh, to open the lines. Yeah, if he's got some technical knowledge to do with these wave fronts, <laughs> this this uh the way. If he can prove to us Bob Lazar is a legitimate physicist from these pictures, no, it, or even he, an engineer, he doesn't want to call in and do that. Uh, whatever, or, whatever it is that you you want to say, you call us and and uh, we'll fucking take your call. We'll we'll listen to your story, and we'll have to consider it. Like you know, so call in with your real fucking UFO abduction stories. We may dismiss it if it's uh, trivial or stupid. So we we may not be serious. Uh, yeah, because dude, it's so hard to keep taking it seriously. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, or no, what is that mission statement? The mind control. Oh, let's I take uh, the subject seriously, yeah, let's get ladies back to and it. gentlemen. <laughs> I've heard see. too many stories. We're willing to consider <laughs> any story <laughs> for our own interests <laughs> and enthusiasm. We want to believe in these occurrences. <laughs> <laughs> but we apply our due scrutiny, skepticism, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Okay, we ask the questions here. <laughs> and uh and we're trying to find holes in the shit, not because we want to deny the anybody's claims and and we can keep going, but that's stupid. You know, I'm surprised the UFO people haven't caught on to the um victim self-victimization train of social media yet. I mean, yeah, of course, there's always those ones who are 
being gang stalked and oh the government's shutting me down like Bob Lazar, but I mean like on a social level, like Yeah, oh, like a social media level. Are, this is an identity to have is that I, the right? government wants to shut me down. I was abducted and social media is shadow banning. The government wants you, to shut me down. When people don't and what is it? Believe abductees. Oh yeah. Hashtag believe the abductees. You have to believe. Yes, them. all abductees. Are you being? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, we if were you abducted, we fucking believe you. Hashtag abducted too. You call this motherfucking radio show? I'm sorry for cussing. Listen, when you, you talk up- out about your abduction. <laughs> You're empowering abductees everywhere. That's true. And we're going to take you seriously. We really mean it. I'm saying it like I don't, but... <laughs> but, but we, we actually do mean, it. do mean it, even though we read that statement in a cold and mechanical <laughs> fashion. We read it like there was somebody pointing a gun at us. <laughs> we mean it, though. Okay, let's let's take a short break, and... You guys go ahead and start calling in, and uh, and we'll bring you on the air. Somebody already tried to call. What do you think, man? We're gonna get I don't some... think anybody's going to call in, no? or if they do, it'll be crap. Call in with your crap. <laughs> call in with your worthless crap. Not really. Call. Somebody called. And then they hung up, right? Yeah, I didn't answer it. I was. Well, it wasn't time yet. They're, they're idiots. They're calling in. Calling it way too early. Can't, can't wait. Whoa, that's loud. There's no way to turn that off, by the way. Uh, Chronicle.su, Radio Hate, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, how the hell are you? Not Dan. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. How are you? It's a good show tonight, though, so far. Thank you. Oh, thanks. It's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's almost as good as Joe Rogan. I think it's better. I think it's it's a notch better, and uh, if I had to vote, I'd... Well, I'd still vote for Joe Rogan, i got to be honest. But it would be definitely something I would consider. We're younger and we have more potential. We're just coming up, baby. What are you talking about? This this guy steals our jokes on his show. He's on there. Uh, Joe Rogan destroyed our website by by linking to his death hoax. Didn't even realize it was a joke. Neither does his guest, Roseanne. So Joe Rogan's... A DDoSer, unbelievable. It was uh, our the fault for. Well, we we trusted HostGator, and that was really that was on us. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll do it. it. He he tanked the site. HostGator would not tell us uh, like I did everything I was supposed to do, but and they just kept bullshitting me. Like they wouldn't just come out and say, you know what, you need something. Like... Hey, look, we can't handle more than three concurrent people oh, it hitting our site at the same time. I was so mad. We lost so much money because of that. 
because uh, of going down like that. Because, like, Google already hated us. And then, uh, like, oh, the advertisers. Social, we were, we were um, on a social media trajectory towards uh, limitless growth <laughs> forever. And then we took an arrow to the knee. And yeah, Joe Rogan shot the arrow. And then, you guys got this. And and we then don't have to fucking explain had, ourselves to you. Then he had Roseanne Barr. <laughs> he had Roseanne Barr on his show. Uh, yeah, and Roseanne actually was using our jokes on the show, but she was uh, Wait. repeating them wrong. She, she Roseanne was actually on the episode uh, on the show. That's <laughs> the awesome. Show. No, but on Joe Rogan repeating our jokes. It. All right, call no, it. Tell she, us about your you alien try and, abduction. Try and book Roseanne. So, Definitely. not Dan. You've been doing this thing where you uh, you broadcast uh, to you and you do uh, like live fucking hacking sometimes. And I see you. I'm just I'm I'm doing I'm like a cat or a dog without a clue, and I've just accidentally knocked the keyboard over onto the floor and it started streaming. And that's what the streams are. And then we roll. We're we, rolling, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so just, you, it's nonsense. You're an entertainer now. There's, yeah, you consider yourself an entertainer now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, I cut out a little bit. Uh, do you consider yourself an entertainer now that uh, you got the Twitch thing rolling? I think that's the only thing I'm good for is entertainment to laugh at, right? Like I'm not, I'm not a good hacker. I'm not a good. So, so good you're fail hacking all day. What are you? What is your? Well, how does the hacking play into streaming? Dan I'm knows the secret. Doing hack streams that people don't. What do you do? Like, it's okay to be the smartest guy in the room, but people don't want to uh, see you as the smartest guy in the room. You've got to Very pretend true. like you're not, in a way. Very wise. Um, so, no, the streams that I do uh, typically is, is from hack the box though. Um, they're hack the box.eu. Oh, I they're see. retired yeah. boxes that they've already, people have already done and made walkthroughs. So literally I, I, the secret is, and we're not on the air, right? So, oh, this is not going. uh, what I do is I watch these walkthroughs and I steal other people's ideas nice. and then I present them as my own and I, I we're not in the air though, right? Well that's that's perfect. That's uh you can make a, a strong living doing that. Yeah, yeah but they never yeah. streamed it though, <laughs> didn't they? They never streamed it. So you're doing so that's what you're bringing to it. Right. You you control yeah. C outside of the window on your other monitor and then you bring it in <laughs> into the view. Control yeah, but V. What does this what does this have to do with UFOs? You ever seen a UFO, man? Yeah. You know, I, I actually have. And so I used to live in Arizona. And Arizona has a thing called uh, the uh, orange orbs or yellow orbs. If you Google it, go on and get on that Google machine. And uh, you type in Arizona orange orbs or yellow orbs you will find occurrence after occurrence of these and sure as shit i i definitely saw them multiple times i caught them on video one time 
Hundreds of light oh, orbs now, reported now over Arizona. Light now orbs are a rolling. common type of UFO sighting. They, they're seen primarily yeah. at night, uh, likely because they are far more visible in the dark sky than in broad daylight. But people say that these things happen in the daytime, too. Mm-hmm. They happen all of the time in Phoenix. Uh, I'm sure uh, at some point um, there's probably other people that are listening from Arizona. And uh, yeah, it, it used to happen constantly. Um, and one time I got them on, I got it on video. And Dude, uh, we have a YouTube link we can we but, can see the video. Yeah, we can we can put it on on the stream. Oh sure, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, just right. just literally Google uh, Phoenix lights, maybe Phoenix, Phoenix lights? orbs. I don't think that's going to be specific be. enough. Homeboy. What about Phoenix lights, not Dan? Yeah, uh, UFO, maybe Phoenix UFO lights, and actually, yeah, you could put not Dan, and it might actually even find my <laughs> my video. I'm gonna crub myself again. But that's oh well. we want to see. That's the one we want to see. Now, did these these lights didn't come come close? Did they? Did they? Uh, no. Did they you didn't. have a? They were pretty so far this away. This is not a close. This is kind of distant encounter. Um, and if anyone's if listening you, tonight who's had a more direct encounter, that'd be a good good time to call in. Yeah. Let us know. The uh, what, how many times did you see those lights? I would say about three times. My cousin had a pretty direct experience with it when they were driving back from Los Angeles. They saw these lights and it was over top of their car as they were broken down in the middle of the desert. And, uh, yeah, the lights again, they appeared. They, uh, they didn't, they didn't take them though. So uh, sadly, I don't, I can't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make stuff up for, for, you know. I'm not a lion type guy, but they uh, they had the lights right overhead. They had the whole shebang, like the radio not working right, car being dead, all that stuff. Uh, some wacky stuff happens in the desert, Nevada, Arizona desert. Oh, I remember the Phoenix lights. Yeah, this was. Uh... It almost looked like uh, I remember being a kid, like and and seeing this particular video on the news, and it was five lights in a row, and it almost looked like they yeah. were attached to a plane or something. But they were the way they moved <laughs> was like they were too far. Right. Let me. Uh, let me actually. I'm going to DM you on Twitter. All right. That's perfect. Uh, a few videos, but I'll vi- I'll I'll DM you mine as well. Yeah, just slide into those DMs uh, do it up, if baby. I can find it. Let me. Um, in the meantime, so you, you guys, you guys don't subscribe to the uh, idea that we this isn't our native planet. Of course, it isn't. Clearly, it oh, isn't. you don't it's think not it's not even our native okay. star? We've been zooming around, baby. I believe life you was born maybe? in the moment the universe was. Kilgore and I showed up like Mork and Mindy. <laughs> no. I, I crawled out of Mindy a fucking wasn't egg. even an alien. Mork was the alien. Yeah, but we were both Mork. Oh, I see. It was Mork and Mork <laughs> and we shared you, an egg. 
for, Jesus fucking Christ, for the show Kim was Mark. that just for That's, Eve yeah. so that you guys could like take a break and swap out nobody would really notice kind of deal yeah like we could do two things at once like he would go to school and uh and then i would get to <laughs> play video games for like two weeks straight Nah, that's just <laughs> love it all right uh i'm looking for the other video by the way the video i took yeah, uh, but the one this, i uh, just sent in dm it's a it's a pretty big thing it's a big deal i'm gonna guess you could probably actually play that video without getting copy struck too because it's a news video it's of news worthiness it falls under no, fair I'm not use. Fucking with that i'll show yours right because yours is not on the news yeah and i give you full permission to uh blah 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 whatever the lawyers need to hear yeah. so yeah okay we will not be hearing from not dan's lawyers at the end of this broadcast it's not the lawyers it's the uh filters man those filters are those, gonna get you well we don't rely on AI twitch filters. once uh once this is over boom it just goes straight to mp3 and we're done yeah Son. nobody even listens to the twitch mostly fucking pieces of shit where, where is everybody people, catching this five usually i don't know i'd uh <laughs> <laughs> they've got to be subscribed i mean they don't really engage us that much on twitter and shit but they're probably a lot like you guys got a good show it's a lot of fun man we just don't do it enough it's uh it's a suck and a fuck and this is uh the first time i get to talk to kilgore so what's up kilgore uh at least coming on audio he's saying hello (laughs) to you (laughs) you guys have not shared a broadcast no we already we already shared what five minutes and now he's gonna Come out and say hi. I'll be a son of God, baby. See what, I see what's up. I'm, I'm, a, I'm scatterbrained. It's from the abduction. Not that <sighs> says his his mind was erased. Yeah, I heard so. It's yeah. a sickening practice. It's not fair. To the you see those lights and it, you get mind controlled. You start taking everything serious. What was that you were saying? Yeah, what are you guys talking about, though? Like You've that, seen too uh, many I'm things. Something. No, wait, what it's are you really something? Not Dan, what, what do you mean? What are we talking about? What? Yeah, what did you? Some guy got his mind erased or something? I don't no, know. Yeah, not Dan. You told us that your mind got erased. Okay, no, but really, uh, no, that's true. Barney and Betty Hill say that their mind was erased, right? And uh, they were abducted. They claim to have been abducted. Everybody. Yeah, they went around. to the star that has no planet on it. But here's the thing. They, they actually have the 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 story seems credible and but they they did all the shit that you did back in the 60s after something like this would happen they were like hmm maybe I'll go to a hypnotist right so they go to a hypnotist and the hypnotist is like yeah well she says she has some fucked up dreams and uh under hypnosis she recalls it like with perfect clarity and they both did under hypnosis What called what though what do they recall they were driving their 57 Bel Air up in the mountains, coming back from Montreal on vacation. They're cruising down this curvy little back road. Uh, and there's about 35 miles of this cruise that is missing from their memory uh, where they recall seeing lights. Their radio was getting fucked up. There was some kind of banging going on on the back trunk of the car. 
Yeah, it sounds like any road trip I've been on. And except <laughs> everything's fucked up and like there's lights in this but there was lights, right? And they were multicolored, they were zipping around the sky, moving Oh now it's getting weird as fuck. Yeah, that so, never happened to me. So crazy <laughs> that uh that it freaked out the woman, Betty Hill. So she's like looking out the windows and they decide we're gonna like pull off up here and maybe try to get a better look at it, but also come to terms with what the fuck that just was because it flew so close to the car, it freaked them out. So they're going to get out of the car now in the middle of this alien And then invasion. they describe being compelled to pull off maybe mm. into the woods or something, and then they're just walking as if against their will into the woods. They encounter the ship where it lands. They can see people up in the windows, they say, like controlling it, but they're about five feet tall and they all have little black like military caps. <laughs> oh, wow. Which is like some 1950s sci-fi shit, right? And, it sounds, uh, uh, sounds like science fiction of the era and a dream. They bring them the in. Time. They separate them. They're communicating mm. telepathically saying, yo, you're a test subject. Just go with the dude in the other room. The examiner's going to look at you. He's going to put something in your butthole for a second. He's going to stab you in the uh, belly button, which is going to hurt, but then we're going to use our fucking minds to make the, pi- the pain go away, and then we're going to send you back. Okay? But before you go, you're going to get interested in this little book that, uh, Betty did, uh, and somebody's going to say, okay, yeah, you can take it, but then he's going to get his ass chewed out by the higher-ups who say, nah, you, you actually can't take that book, sorry, and wipes your brain and sends you on your merry way. She, she's got, like, some rips in her dresses to show for it. Anyway, that's the whole story. And uh, I forgot why I told that story. That's a good Did story. Uh, memory wipe? Uh, they, they claimed to have gotten their... Here? Yeah, they were memory <laughs> wipes. I just got my memory wipe. Dude, they're jamming no. our shit right now. That's that's really? what happens. They, I, think, I think we're getting too close. A little too close. It's like Harrison Bergeron... And I got that little, like, fucked up feeling in my brain for a second. I forgot what we were saying. <laughs> now, I want to know about the little black hats they were wearing. Were these, so I, I, these little I, black military caps, right? Like, And they had little black the North... jackets and pants, like little North it sounds, Koreans. It does sound, to me, that was the first thought. What are these North Korean troops? That, but this would but have been right again, when... They're, they're locked in the 50s, right? And they're all there... Their little uniforms and stuff, they look like they're out of last century. This turned Betty Hill into a fucking UFO nut. People would go out on viewings with her, like, we're going to go out watching UFOs. And, oh, wouldn't you fucking know it? Every single time they go out and they're looking for UFOs, she sees one. And it's this insane experience. Yeah. And it becomes crazy. Like Then she starts getting booed off stages at conferences and shit. This is because she's... (laughs) It's kind She's of stuck. fucking silly. It's no longer, well, it's no longer pseudoscience, which those conferences thrive on. Now it's a full-blown folk religion to her, right? It was something. Or, uh, oh, because we, t- we were talking about memory wiping. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I got on that subject. The whole subject was memory wiping. Because not Dan said he got memory wiped. Sorry that happened to you. I did? Um. You mentioned it in the chat. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, man. See, I I know the chat logs. Uh, but 
I wish I could memory wipe this memory wipe. So, yeah, we should go back in time and <laughs> go to a timeline where that question was never asked. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, let's pull that up. Not Dan has sent us a video. Yeah, let's see it. The video that I took back in 2011. Holy fuck! It's been almost a. Uh, that this is actually. Okay. Yeah, it's a, a white room. I, I see a black leather couch. Right outside. No. Um, there's nothing on the desk. It's just a leather chair in front of a desk. What the hell kind of a... Uh, oh, you've just added a browser source. Dude, I'm so sorry. Oh, are you, oh, you're talking about OBS. <laughs> no, that's nice. We're, we're doing this live, guys. We're doing it live. We're going to see a video soon. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hopefully it will be more convincing than this childish drawing we've got here at the center of the screen. Oh, is that still up? That shouldn't be there at all. That's good. No, I like that. I'm glad that's there to remind folks because we talked about it so much. Because that's the level that's the level of pseudoscience that Bob Lazar is at. Is that this... It's not, like, uh, did you notice that the seats in the vehicle have headrests in case there's a rear-end accident? Like your neck's predicted? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice uh, that. If somebody was to hit them from behind, they won't get <laughs> little alien whiplash. It's right, very a little dangerous alien when you got those big old accidents. heads. When you got those big old heads, the necks snap right off. Yeah, big soft heads. Big soft fucking alien heads. Uh, where's this browser source? This thing's fucked. I don't know. I fucked Can't everything up. I fucked it all up. Well, all this up. is what happens when you try to show aliens on uh, Twitch. Look at this horse shit. Now it's all fucked. Now it's all fucked, baby. Now it's all fucked. Hey, this is nice. It's like now it's coming back. Piece <laughs> it by comes piece. back in pieces. Look how it says slave. You see that? UFC setup. It says UFC setup. Slave. What the hell is that? I, Why did oh, I say that? I can't bring up... Uh, uh, no, I've got to keep trying. Got to keep you, trying. You might want to... If you want, I can save it and uh, send you the raw MP4. Uh, and then uh, you don't have to play with That's YouTube right. in a browser. Because OBS is is definitely... A thing of the devil. Um, yeah, it is. It's and, not. Uh, it's not being nice at all. Getting a YouTube video to play full screen in OBS, I cannot even imagine the nightmare the that you're having to go through right now. Yeah, so, OBS <laughs> is uh, known as a uh, broadcasting anyway. software that we use to to get this on Twitch. Oh, <clears throat> and, uh, and James if you got a just... problem with that, you can eat a dick. Well, Hatesuck is just trying to <clears throat> make sure he doesn't have to show his uh, desktop to you. Because <laughs> anyway, that would be embarrassing. That would be too much. <laughs> I'm looking at the lights. Not Dan is narrating it. But there's a red, like a fiery red light, a glowing red orb. And at one point in the video, a piece goes flying off of it. Mm -hmm. And not Dan... Is afraid for his life. The camera's shaking. It's uh, 
How big would you say that orb was when you saw it? Twice as big as the moon? Three times as big as the moon? As big as a balloon? <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> I would say it was uh It's pretty fucking big. It was uh it was, it was large refrigerator, you know. It it would with a with a family end up wasting all that real estate uh with with half eaten takeout and milk that's gone bad months ago. Did it explode when it when the piece flew off of it? I'm not really sure what happened to it. I think they were having some mechanical issues. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock alien technology, but it seemed like there were some flaws, uh, to say the least. Uh, I, I actually, I honestly don't remember much about taking this video do you ever have a memory uh, that just comes and you don't know where it came from and it happened in a dream or something and you know that you that at some point in your life that you have this memory from a dream and you and you have no idea when you had the dream yeah many times in fact i've uh, i've had memories of dreams that have come months or years after the dream yeah uh, and you're and like I, holy shit that to- that I, dream totally takes me back to that moment in my life and the dream has the complete feeling of reality to it it has it's you had there are dreams and then there are dreams where where it's, it it's was as fucking if real world yeah it's as if this is a memory from someone else's life right something that pr- profoundly fleshed out an alien and it, it, it has this whole backstory and underpinning of presuppositions that's like oh yeah that was totally mm-hmm. normal mm-hmm. it's as if you've woken up from someone else's life for a moment you ever experienced that not dad uh yeah yeah every few years every... i'll experience that <laughs> and it, it kind of resets you in a way you're like, oh yeah. man, that was fucking. There was a moment in my life before and after that. I used to be that person that was weird, but uh, not anymore. Now I'm this person. Now you're on a straight and narrow, man. They really hammered you into shape. Yeah, well, they tried. I, 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 straight and narrow. <sighs> Oof. You're a good. That's a tough a, road. You're a good guy now. I had I so I had that dream where and it was this defining uh moment in my life for some reason is this dream that I that I I had and I can't nail it down uh why it's so significant but basically I was in my yard as about a f- 17-year-old boy and and I was way older than this when I had the dream but I was about that age, and it was about that time period in my life when I would have had this event. I'm in my backyard, with my and my family's inside. I look up at the sky, and it's like a fucking laser show in the sky. And I go inside, and I report it to my parents, and they're like, yeah, that's been going on 
and they were as uninterested in space and the cosmos as I expected them to be. So that wasn't weird to me. So like I would go back out there and just watch this laser fucking war going on. And this went on for weeks. I got used to it. Like the hail bop comment. You just get ready, uh, get some, get some sodas and snack and go out, watch it. But it freaked me out. So I didn't like to look at it. Right. And Mm. finally it, it ended and they decided that this war is over, whatever, like, it was a, you know, and then it was over. And, like, nobody was scared because they were like, yeah, that didn't involve us. We weren't worried about it. We had shit going on down here. You know about the World Trade Center? <laughs> you know? We had to pay bills, okay? Yeah. We weren't busy just watching the sky. That's what everybody else was saying while you were getting woke. It, it was so real that I feel like it happened, and then my mind was wiped and erased but I, I i was lucky to cling on to that memory like like betty hill <laughs> barney hill by the way so betty, he just died and, betty hill. and meanwhile okay. 9-11 is drilled into our memories in an absolute way no one can forget about 9-11 for a second every time rudy giuliani mm-hmm. mentioned it 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 was a little bit weaker well it's. I think nine eleven has grown stronger with age, and people are, you know, if you met, I think people have nine eleven parties. That's what I heard. I was over at old old uh, Tyler's place, and he he said he was having a nine eleven party, and they all got wasted and watched and videos a, of the the towers falling down. No, I don't. I don't know if they did that, but they definitely had a nine eleven party. You know, there there was some kind of a. Well, uh, Sounded like a joyous event, not like a like a birthday party. We're having a nine eleven party, and, and but also irreverent because they knew that you're not supposed to, you know. You're not supposed to celebrate nine eleven. You're doing it ironically because fuck irreverent, you. Some kind of irreverent type of thing to it that made you know that extra twist, like in Halloween, where you know, that's a Bob Lazar, this. Jeremy Corbyn. Corbell type of party. Nice. No, uh, imagine that they'd get in a fist fight. Be out there. Uh, yeah. 9-11 was an inside job. You know, I don't know why you guys were celebrating it. And Fravor is like, we ain't controlling these things. And, and Lazar is like, yeah, we are. And they start throwing punches. Yeah, we are. I'm Bob Lazar, motherfucker. And they would throw you down. Call it, you call it, who you call in a childish scribbler? Can't can't even do basic math what'd you make of those technical designs not dan yeah he did multiplication b times a i didn't see that i didn't see the b times a but that that sounds pretty complex b times a how do you that's not those aren't even numbers it's so, pretty important work he's doing know. over there he's doing important work and uh you know, book learning was never my uh, strong suit. Well, I think suit. he did. He did one. You know, X sub one, where you have like a. I think there was one of those, those numbers in there where he put the little number, next to the, the variable. Yeah, yeah, blow that, blow that picture up real big for uh, not Dan. You you looking at the stream here? Yeah, I'm. Get a good, I'm, good I'm look at this picture. Stream. I'm looking at it on Twitch though. So this is this is how the. Now look, we got A, B, C, A times C combined wavefront distortions. I think that's A plus C. C. 
Oh, that's no, that's a. I think that's a multiplier, right? It almost looks like a minus. Oh, maybe it is. It's hard to tell. It could be multiply, it could be add, could be subtract. It wasn't very clear. I think he probably kind of flubbed it, so you didn't have to commit. Now, what about these? Uh, how how technical? Like how uh, close is the height here? Because those stick figures look like they're about to bump their fucking heads. That's that's uh, the stick figures are just there for fun. They don't. They it's don't really cute. Yeah, that's just. Cute. This is the Gossard model, if I recall. No, but uh, I don't want to shit on him because. But there's nothing to this, right? There's nothing technical or even science fictional to it at all. You could barely uh, write a half a paragraph about this spaceship. Let's uh, let's try. Let's take another caller here. Thanks. Yeah, take care. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Hey. Good night, not Dan. And good uh, night. be well, caller. Right. You're on the air. This hate radio. Yes. Hello. Hi, how the fuck are you? Am I am, am I currently on the air? Yeah, is this Stanton Friedman? Yeah, what are you retarded? Tell us about your no, alien. I, I am retarded, but I don't hear myself over the stream. Is this Doctor Retardo? Listen, caller, turn down, turn your radio off. Turn your radio off for the us. radio feedback is now off. Feedback. Oh man. So what are we talking about here, guys? UFOs? We're no, you're We're calling to the us bottom of it. with with something about UFO in your let's, life. Let's you, hey, let's you calm down. Abduction. Let's you had let's a cool it. sighting. Let's let's just relax. You know, let's be it's chill. Doable. This guy uh, shouting at us. Why, why are you coming on <laughs> on this podcast and shouting at us? Oh, I'm sorry. Is it coming off as a shout? No, you sound fine. I just yeah, you're fine. Oh. you sound fine now. Now, while Bill is just, uh, is, uh, he's territorial. You come in here see. with a little too much volume on the podcast and you get barked at. I didn't so you could handle at. two calls now? Or are you both in the studio at the same time? We are, yeah, we're in the studio, man. We got, uh, how many fucking channels you want, baby? You want another one? Sure. This is. Uh, I'm. I'm not actually sure what's okay. going on here. I'm trying but... to. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to. I think you have the wrong number. No, no, no. You have the wrong number. This is my fault because I have no composure right now. <laughs> All right, <laughs> take a deep breath. We've got a caller. Please get him talking. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You said I can. You said your lines will be open after one a.m. No, and here open. it is after one a.m. So this is not the complaint. We're wide line. open. Yeah, why are you coming at us like uh, like you're talking to the manager? <laughs> Aren't you the manager of Chronicle.su? So, have you ever uh, you ever seen a UFO? Mm, no, yeah. but I entertain the idea. I want to you, believe. I want to believe. You've been too. abducted. You've been abducted. No. All right. Well, why are you calling? I like to be. Were you uh, recently banned from Twitter? (laughs) No, I don't use Twitter. I don't use social media. Don't you think anybody, anybody who truly believes in outer space and visitors and so forth and such on wouldn't use Twitter because we don't want them listening to our opinions. We want them to be surprised when they come and anal probe us. We want them to find out it's going to be shocking 
what we really think about aliens and their cuisine. Jesus Do, do we Christ. care about what they eat? That's something that nobody's brought up. Listen, what tell us more eat? about that. What are we, are we trying to spread? What they might eat? Jesus. You have any ideas? Are you drinking out of a two-liter bottle? Are well, you chugging a Pepsi? am I drinking out of a two-liter bottle? No, I think since they travel light years and light years away, or they're frozen or something, and they have to wake up and not traveling at the speed of light, it will take decades upon centuries for them to come to the Earth. The only thing that could survive that long are like frozen algae, right? And chips and water. So bears. they're having chips and algae. Uh, you can dip that. It's a dip. That's true. For your chip. All right. Well, you know, that's a good one. Chips and algae dip. We're just eating I'm the sure algae, it's... baby. Because you've got I'm algae sure... out the ass. I'm sure right? it's really good and healthy and uh, full of fiber. It gives you diarrhea. Oh, no. It gives what, you the buddy if, runs. What if they're just trying to get a sick? <laughs> and they, what are they going to do with all that diarrhea on the ship? But maybe that's the plan. Maybe they need to burn their own ship. So this for guy, hyper speed. Man, we hung up on not Dan for this fucking guy. This guy, <laughs> this guy. After he stopped shouting at us, at least he had alien chips. God I mean, damn. not Dan had a good video too. But, uh, yeah, we had an original fucking UFO researcher on the line, and uh, you're coming this... at us with these chips. Potato, these potato or corn chips. This is a Actually, serious it's show. Alien. We're we're it's trying alien. to do something serious no. here. No, no, no. It's definitely Listen. potato chips. They can't grow corn on these desert landscapes on other planets. Oh, yeah, I've seen the Martian. He grew potatoes there. You're right. This is just like Joe Rogan. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> if you if you've got any dirt on Joe Rogan, call in tonight. Um, Nine one seven six seven five four eight three six. So we're talking the... shit. Joe so Rogan fucks yeah. niggers. Holy oh, crow! Hey, okay, caller, get the caller off there. <laughs> get the caller. He's done for. Well, is there evidence of that? Is that all right? Yeah, that's it for that. You're gonna you're gonna drop an end bomb. Seven you're off there. Is off the it's air. Not... <laughs> Jihad would like his phone number. Uh oh Jesus. Well, you're in trouble now. Jumpin' Joe he, Jihad is gonna call your parents and fucking put them in a bad mood. I knew that caller was trouble from the start. He listeners. came in a little too hot, didn't he? First of all, he had no experience with aliens. None whatsoever. He maybe uh has like seen people talk about them on a website somewhere. Like Chronicle.su for example. What if you only got your UFO information from this program? Would people have learned anything? Yeah, they would have learned a lot more than they would from Joe Rogan. Who... You really got it out for Joe Rogan tonight. Yeah, dude. I'm, you just kept bringing him up and now that's a sore point. <laughs> he's so uh, fucking uh He's fucked us round. over too many times. He's, he's fu- Joe Rogan? Let's take him in the octagon. You and me at the same time versus Joe Rogan. And we'll, and we'll beat him at his game. He will uh, come at us with one arm to the left, one arm to the right, choke us both, 
to death at the same time until the ref came over and was like, no, 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 you got to stop. Yeah, sure he would, but then he would go uh, <laughs> to a stand-up routine and you'd have a standoff contest, him versus you. And, and uh, uh, yeah, by the end of the night, the crowd would be uh, attacking him. And I'd be going, so uh, what else? What else is going on? It's crazy out there. No, that's right. What else is going on? That's 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 your stand-up routine. Is you you do the bomb. Happening? You're one of those guys who does a controlled bomb. Ooh, and I'm and I put, I put I hook one finger into my collar and I'm like pulling it out. I'm like oh my god, I can't that's even. That's a good routine. That's that's a tried and true, classic, classic routine. The up against Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. fucking Carlin. There you go. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan is really the George Carlin of our generation. No, that would be me, man. I would be. I would. T- oh, you would be the Carlin. Yeah. Okay. He'd be like uh, the Bill Hicks to my Carlin. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you're doing it. But have you seen this routine? And I'm and I hook my finger into my collar and I'm pulling it around and I, uh, undoing my tie a little bit. You're that character from The Simpsons who's always a <laughs> old Gil. Yeah, that's a Gil. He was always down on his luck. Like, he just needed just a few fucking dollars to put in his gas tank to get around the corner. Mm-hmm. Gil was hard up. That that collar was a lot like Gil. Like, I, just any old yeah, reason to fucking talk. Well, that's... Our, our collars are not always the highest quality. That guy's $2.50 was, like, just getting to the... Dropping the yeah. end bomb at the end of it. Well, old Gil just wants to drop the end bomb on their hate radio. Well, we've heard that joke before, and uh, our black friends don't think it's very funny. <laughs> our black friends did not like that joke. No, our black friends were polite. It's not enough a joke we say in the company of polite people to look the other way. Polite friends. Well, look the other way when you say racist, offbeat comments. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. You know, the originality of of a, of, of a Disney... Frozen? Of a, of, no, no, no. You know, actually, no, Disney's pretty original. I'm going to call Hate Radio... Oh, Mickey Mouse Club. And talk episode. about aliens. Yeah. Until, so I can drop the fucking M-bomb. Hey, I no, told listen. that important uh, story about myself and my uh, my fucking memory experience of getting my That's fucking all, memories wiped by an alien war. And the lasers and stuff. That was, that was fucking good. And this guy calls up with this fucking, yeah, maybe your aliens were jerking off. Maybe they were just chips. And then he's gone. That- God help us. That was, this is why generally I, I feel like the guest call in line goes to waste. <laughs> the, no, I thought you were going to say this is why it goes away. Because <laughs> uh, the not Dan call was great, though. He actually had firsthand, not just UFO encounter, he had, he had video. Somebody called him with original UFO footage on hate radio so, tonight. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Not Dan has no reason to lie about that. 
He's balls deep in his computer shit. He's really not trying to fuck around and uh, bullshit us here on our own podcast. That was a uh, that was original footage, and the news uh, the Fox News uh, a local affiliate was showing the Phoenix Lights as well, and not Dan's video looked a little bit like the Phoenix Lights. There was multiple in the sky. They were doing this weird maneuver. Let's let's get back to the bad caller because I want to talk about this. Oh, don't let him pull the show Listen, down any lower than it's already gotten. Well, he was so uh, as, he was a scumbag. Yeah, uh, there's this thing in comedy nowadays where uh, people just say a offensive word, like the word there's, itself is enough. Yeah. The, uh, that's the there's it's the joke. It's the punchline. So, you know, that's it. That's the fucking punchline. That's it. No, I'm trying to think of a word that actually does work. It actually is funny. Not dancing. Not just for this, like, quick shock value. Love you guys. Oh, I'm breaking the rules. I'm going to get them banned off of Twitch or... Oh, Oh, boy. I didn't even think about the repercussions that might have between us and our contract with Twitch. What is this fucking music? Oh, I thought God. it was going to be cooler. I'm preaching, though. I'm preaching on top of this, <laughs> this organ. Good God. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, you know, let's, let's shift gears here to some music. You ever heard of this guy, Sturgill Simpson? Uh, not Dan says, love you guys in the chat. Radio hate loves you back. Oh, boy. Sturgill no, Simpson is awesome. That guy fucks with it, doesn't he? I can. You're cutting out for some reason. I think it might be the music. He's uh, but uh, he's a beautiful baby. I saw his appearance on SNL last night, and I was immediately reminded of because what he's doing is like hard rock blues with a honky tonk vocal, and I was immediately reminded of Alan Jackson. But there was more to it because there was a, um, a organist and a guy with a big. There was a whole horn section. You ever heard a rock band with a a, a horn, horn section? section? Yeah, they're like you know you you get that in prog rock, you'll get that in R and B, but with the kind of honky tonk singer, it was it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Because it's uh, story, you know, Alan Jackson. I didn't. I never much cared for that guy. That was like the quintessential. Well, I don't want anything to do with this culture kind of music. For me. Well, his his songwriting is just terrible schlock for the for Hicks. What were some but of the Alan I mean, Jackson hits? Chahoochie Coochie. Oh, that was put Alan a boot Jackson. In your ass. I don't know. Put um, a boot in your ass. Yeah, it's American way. Type of stuff. Uh, he did do Chattahoochee. But that kind of bluesy rock with that he could be wailing type of voice, right? Silly. Yeah, yeah the drums are really. Yeah. 
Now, we've heard this one a few times. He is skiing. Like, he's getting down sideways. He's got that colorful 90s life jacket on, on one ski. Now, now that I'm listening to this, it's not very fair to Sturgill Simpson. Well, <laughs> it's not a very fair comparison. No, no, man. Little, That's an insult little... to Sturgill Simpson. I don't think he's that great, though. I mean, I like the... Uh, they play some other... Alan Jackson of his other albums. is wearing this and, uh, white Cowboys jersey. He's got the white Cowboy hat. It's perfectly clean. Sleeves rolled up on that Cowboys jersey. So you can see his muscles. And and Sturgill Simpson is just not that guy. It's silly, man. How do you like that? sound he made well no it sounds like the sound of death to this show about the the end here hey listen now that we're done with everything and wrapping up here let's let's do the uh let's do the latest fake news tonight's show is sponsored by chronicle.su Never had a never had a worry, just living for the minute. The Internet Chronicle is uh, the most trusted news source out there. It's our go-to when we want to f- find out what's really going on in this country. I turn to the Internet Chronicle, uh, and it's not in the pocket of Chinese media. Absolutely we're not, trying, not. We're not trying to break into that nine billion hits nah baby we ain't even worried about that but you don't have to worry about our bias the the great the great firewall of china already blocks us so our bias from there is out of the the story that is coming out tonight okay we are covering this objectively and it doesn't matter what they did to us we're being little angels and we're reporting the news to you as truthfully as lebel joker would have us do it now tell me, tell can you read this part this expert analysis the uh of the microscopic nano cheetah Oh Dr. Angstrom Troubadour's work Yeah re- read us read us that to lead lead me in and I'll read the uh I'll read the some of this story about Hong Kong Dr. Troubadour a trusted physician Liebel Drucker Incorporated he said years of warmongering bloodthirstiness and sprite commercials featuring basketball players brought society to this inevitable conclusion. The scientific and medical perfection of these tiny cheetahs turning everyone into citizen journalists. If you got an iPhone, you're a fucking warrior in the streets, baby, fighting for truth with a capital T. And if you got cheetahs, ain't nothing gonna stand in your way. I'm Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour, <laughs> and I invented the microscopic nano cheetah. I tend to quote myself 
throughout my own work. I'm excited to uh, get to the bottom of this story. It's about Hong Kong. All right, let's put it straight up here, though. It's, this article is brought to you proudly by Label Joker Incorporated, the first multinational corporation to be granted personhood and the only company that capitulated to China before it was cool. That was big of them. Like, they were first, so... You know, we already won, all right? If we're if we're looking at it that way, yeah, we were first across the line. We're looking back at you. We're done. This is going to be an Kong. honest, straight shot. Yeah. Hong Kong. Scenes of violence played out across Hong Kong Tuesday as anti-government protesters, protesters fought for independence from China on the country's 70th anniversary. Hong Kong has been under a condition of civil unrest for more than four months after China announced dibs on the unique city, which spent much of its history living in a more civilized manner while under British colonial rule. Who the hell wrote that part? Blizzard joins the ranks of Google and Facebook as the NBA sweethearts of the People's Republic of China. Blitzchung. Blitzchung. An 18-year-old protester was killed execution-style with a Snumdos 38 revolver discharged by a top executive at the California-based video game company Blizzard Entertainment. Wow, it's like that Vietnam photo. While exchanges of tear gas and Mushu cocktails took place around the city's 13 districts. What is it? What is a Mushu? I don't think Hong Kong had 13 districts. Blizzard Entertainment is the video game giant behind StarCraft, World of Warcraft, and Hearthstone. This is a big story, <sighs> man. Me. They fucking executed a guy. During Blizzard's official broadcast of the Asia-Pacific Grandmasters competition, the now-executed Blitzchung appears in a post-match interview wearing a gas mask. As the broadcast ended, Blitzchung shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age, as the hapless and irresponsible Blizzard newscasters ineffectually hid ineffectually hid from Blitzchung's message behind their hollow desk. You can see their heads like... Yeah, they're hiding. Out. You can see them poking out there. They're like not hiding very well. Yeah, they're being cute about it. Well, they were subsequently stripped of all clothing and fired into space as integral component in the latest testing of China's Long March 11 missile system. Yeah, that was, so they had to... So that's... They killed a, this guy and they launched him into fucking orbit blizzard entertainment is now at the center of controversy after the public learned of its pivotal role in the violent murderous suppression of dissent from hong kong protesters blizzard's retribution to critics has been swift and merciless including toxic gas sonic assault beacons and privatized robot police squads to patrol hong kong well as a billion dollar tax deductible write off to the CIA front nonprofit video games free Asia that was uh so hey uh the way you're saying Hong Kong protesters like that it's like uh it's like you've got some stake in it it's like now um, that freedom and democracy threaten blizzard standing with the People's Republic of China blizzard CEO Michael Morheim told reporters over a hot smoking revolver. This time, the bullshit's done. That's like a term, you know, like a Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's his catchphrase. This time, the bullshit is done. Michael Moreharm. 
Morhaim threatened to crush opposition to the People's Republic of China and swore a solemn oath to protect both born and unborn video game consumers at a solemn ritual in the South China Sea. This, this is, historic this is ultimatum stupid. was heralded by a deep honeyed foghorn and the detonation of a distant tactical nuke, which pierced through the smog of China's forbidden media market. A final beacon of lost hope and freedom. Uh, let's let's unpack this. Morhaim came out, okay, as a representative of Blizzard, as the fucking, he's the front man, what is he, the CEO, and threatened to crush the uh, any opposition to China? Like, just for them? And, uh, and they're out here fucking executing people in the streets? Blizzard Entertainment shot a Hong Kong protester at point-blank range with a revolver. Yeah, it's murder. You don't think, I mean, we don't have to even unpack it, take his own words for it. He says, if you think Blitzchung was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. More just executed. That. Yeah, we have just executed the first of many protesters, and we intend to shoot all who would dare defy the mechanical purity of Hearthstone. Why, when I'm finished with Hong Kong, they'll be calling me Michael Moreharm. Michael Moreharm. And Michael Moreharm, as he's now known on Chinese social media, Weibo, isn't the only billionaire trying to hoard in on the trillions of potential Chinese consumers. Eccentric trillionaire and Lebel Joker CEO Raleigh T. Saker said millions of Chinese have knelt at his feet, licking the boots of pig police officers and chewing on still-smoking rubber bullets. Let, let me do Raleigh. Right, yeah, you read that. Bit. Raleigh's a sick fuck. I like to do Raleigh. He says, but that's all right by me. Raleigh says, I like my boots clean. Now you lay down and chew that toy, dog. He talks to people like dogs. Now lay, lay on down, chew that toy, well, dog. You'd lay down, so you'd lay down at Raleigh's feet. I mean, this is the way he sees people. He says they're people, like, just like you I and like, me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what, I mean, Raleigh says, but he says, me? He says, I named my people. Raleigh says, this one's a Chinaman, but you guessed it. I call him Jose. Now, Jose, why don't you come here, son? Let me tuck that shirt in for you. Come well, here, son. Like, sounds like he's talking about himself in third person there. He might have some kind of psychological problem. Come here, son. Let me tuck your shirt in for you. I'd say that's more than a psychological problem. No, I mean the part where he's like, you guessed it. Like he's narrating. Oh, yeah, like he's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it's like, you, like remember know. being little kids and and uh, you would watch sitcoms and you would kind of see the way characters act and how unnatural it was, and then you go to school and some dumb fuck kid would be pretending like he's in a sitcom at school. No, I don't remember that. They would they would like look at a camera that's not there and talk through the fourth wall like they're Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that's what Raleigh did right there. He's like. That one's Chinaman, but you guessed it. You guessed I call it. Him Jose. He looks in the camera. He says, "But who the fuck? You guessed it. Who the fuck he's talking to?" Like the live studio audience is clapping because <laughs> fucking Raleigh's giving him a little fan service. All right, all right. He's looking right at me. No, but Sakers—it's—it's right, yeah. it's not funny though, because Sakers makes sport of his Chinese workers, flipping their noses, forcing them to play fetch, fucking their wives. He says it keeps them young. You know Heather Marsh wrote an article? Oh, yeah, yeah. She wrote her own Wikipedia article. 
Yeah, she Yeah, she wrote her own Wikipedia article. Let's read that for a second. Let's take a break from this. Right, we're going to shift this. gears here. Tell Heather the audience Marsh who Heather Marsh is. It's a philosopher, programmer, and human <laughs> rights activist. According to the Wikipedia page that she wrote herself. She's the author of Binding Chaos, a study of methods of mass collaboration, and the founder of Gitchi, another fake-ass stupid project to create a global <laughs> commons so trust network. It's just like pursuance, guys. She gives talks about mass collaboration, democracy, economy, and other societal issues at bullshit meetings with people who don't matter. But really, tell them, uh, (laughs) where did we first meet Heather Marsh? Um, She runs many of the Huron News accounts. Yeah? Yeah. And, um, oh boy, she... She launched the proto QAnon campaign, uh, Operation Death Eaters. It says here in my notes she could suck the chrome off a Wikipedia article. Well, let's not get too far down this fake uh, bullshit Wikipedia article that's longer and longer. She wrote it herself, dude. It's it's like a fucking CV that, but you're not allowed to go past one page. So she just went to Wikipedia, and she's like, "Here's my real CV." Someone needs to have this deleted for not being uh, meaningful or relevant. <laughs> but well, look, she's a she's a Kotaku journalist now, and she was writing about uh, about Blizzard. No, oh, sure. What'd she say? Um, I don't remember. Who gives a fuck about Heather Marsh? She said Blizzard might have an ace up its sleeve. Now that Hearthstone is doomed to desiccation and the permanent taint of murderous dictatorship. That's what she's got a real tall way of writing. Oh yeah. Those are tall words. She says they're about to uneath unearth unleash a Chinese only mobile augmented reality environment based around gamifying crypto microtransactions with artificial rarity and microeconomies. She said it's like Pokemon Go only more costly and more addictive. Terrifying. And she that's all on her Wikipedia article. Yeah. God damn. Well, what does the real expert say? Dr. Troubadour? Yeah. You, you mean trusted researcher and Chinese futurist Dr. Troubadour? That's Doc... He's like Dr. Nick, isn't he? <laughs> he's <laughs> he just comes in with new expertise every episode. <laughs> he's always in some like hocus pocus, making spinal <laughs> adjustments with a little mallet. Dental work without anesthetic. Yeah, Doctor Troubadour is always right there when you need him. But he said it could be just what the company needs to parlay the global backlash into huge dividends. See, he's a futurist. He he's got his money in China. Clearly, this is not us. This is not our slant. Okay, that's Doctor Troubadour, and that's where he puts his money. That's that's his business. But he says uh, even the true diehard fans will eagerly pre-order Blizzard's upcoming release, Descent Crush Saga. And considering Trump's plan to weaken the dollar, every investment in China is worth ten times an investment in the West. 
Now, Descent Curse Saga, that's a damn good name. He that's says the it's best the best in the ever. West. That's the best named video game since Coke Fiend 3. And uh, now, should we should we mention that uh, Dr. Troubadour, there's like some, there's rumors of a competitor. Somebody ha- is mastering the uh, Terramax formula. Some like locals are doing it. In a kind of uh, oh yeah, that touches on the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch interdimensional being, teaching them how to make uh, make this the substance. But maybe we'll save that for another time because man, that stuff we could go on about that interdimensional Sasquatch for hours. Oh yeah, this guy. It's a there's a religion based around Sasquatch. Yep. And it, he teaches you how to make this uh, white powdery substance that basically you can make cocaine in your garage if you follow 10 simple instructions. And uh, he, he shakes it out for you right there on YouTube. You can learn how to do it yourself. What a religion, right? I mean, Jesus, that's a powerful drug. What a religion. Well, in Soviet Sasquatch religion... Idol worship you. What a religion. So, uh. So, whatever happened? What was the idea with cheetahs? Who came up with the original cheetah mogul? That was, uh. Was that Jake Davis's contribution? I don't remember. I think the cheetah had to have been his idea. There was some. Something going on with cheetahs. I remember I was. I was lying up in a hospital bed. On Percocets. And Jake Davis was tweeting some funny shit. And he was tweeting about them cheetahs, how fast they is. I put them on the website. Goddamn cheetah mogul was born. And it was that, uh, it was like a a collaborative uh, sort of writing environment. Where ourselves and Chronicle readers would uh, collectively write these stories. And uh, and that became known as Cheetah Mogul because it was the fastest journalism oh, I available see. to man. <laughs> Is that where it came from? Because it, we've got literally thousands of writers all working on a single article. It was like Twitch Writes Chronicle. You blink your eyes and, and it's the journalism is done. And it's done, baby. And there's a work cited at the end. Like, Jesus Christ, don't read that out. We don't need no, that. We don't, we don't do that. But do read the Anti-Leader's Handbook. No, nah, that's bullshit. Oh, now, uh, Cheetah Mogul is a proud beast of elegant uh, efficiency. And I'll tell you what's not bullshit, Kilgore, is Cheetah Mogul coursing within your veins like a ghost in the shell, designing the world not as it really is, but as you perceive it. Wow, that's deep, bro. Yeah, we thought you'd like that. <laughs> Christ, man. you read that with a with a, a real conviction. That's how I they do it on that. Burger King commercials when they're all like that disaffected tone. Like, I'm not even really in it. Yeah, we thought you'd like that. So I read. Tell that. me about Descent Crush Saga. That's in the Crisis Engine, right? 
it's it's the most powerful mobile game to ever hit the markets approved by Dr. Troubadour himself and endorsed by his practice. It, and it, you're part of a part of a police squad putting down a riot. Uh, this is a yeah. This is the next game that Blizzard is putting out. Uh, the dissenters appear at the bottom of the screen, and you, the oppressors, are also you're, you do the crushing, and it's a, and it's a saga. So it's kind of. Are you telling me it's what's the gameplay like? Uh, Nazi zombies, where you're just blasting wave after wave of protester. There are there are enough protesters in that city. To keep this going, this game going, they say it's a realistic depiction. There's actually the same number of protesters in game as you would actually see in the city of Hong Kong, and they come at you in so much waves, and they all have a name because when they were developing the game, they were keeping track of the protesters, and it was like a get your name in the game promotion they were doing, and it was oh, free. Jesus. Well, okay, so so the protesters' you, names you are actually the in the game. Right? start with the shotgun with beanbags or do you start with just with a shield a laser guided shotgun with beanbags and uh, you can switch to lethal whenever you feel like but it costs money oh yeah yeah and you have to work your way up to get the tear gas launcher which is like the op but the beanbags are free and they will take down a protester this is sick you know there were actually games taken off the market already about just that. that, yeah. Descent yeah. Crush Saga became a, a game, and Blizzard picked it up, of course, <laughs> and published it for us, which made Doctor Troubadour very rich. And in China, it's selling billions of copies. You know, I, I don't see I don't see the appeal in it, but the Chinese, for whatever reason, just love that game. Let's them emulate their heroes, the Riot Police. I was thinking, like, what are the riot police thinking? Like, is this... I mean, they have no choice but to be cool with it, but are they like our cops, where they're, like, into it, you know, and they're like, yeah, Oh, surely. The... No, Chinese patriotism is, uh... They're, they're every bit the flag-waving, flag-sucking swine. Fucking flag-waving, flag-sucking pigs out there stomping them boys down. Stomping down patriots. There is a there's something strange going on, where the Hong Kong protesters are reading American English speeches, and they're 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 referring to shit like the Statue of Liberty. And oh yeah, like, CIA CIA color revolution. It's re- through and through. It's really odd, right? <laughs> I mean, if you haven't been paying attention to the various uh, scare quote revolutions going on around the world for the past 70 years. I mean, it's a huge surprise. It's, this is seriously fucked up shit happening to these people, but it's, it's also just, yeah, that's your run of the mill CIA involvement. That's what it looks like. Just some dude standing up, given impassioned speeches in English for the rest of the world to see. Like, we would never hear that if he didn't do it in English. Well, imagine the same thing in America. You ever seen anyone, like, uh, protesting and reading stuff in China for Chinese media consumption? Uh, never. Yeah. They're watching. They're watching our movies in our David Letterman. But he's gone now. 
they're watching our Jimmy Fallon. And no, they've like, got better movies, man. Clapping? They got better movies. You ain't seen uh, what's that movie? Kung Fu Hustle. Man, that's a good Chinese movie. Yeah, a lot of hopping oh, around. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of oh, authentic, hilarious. hilarious stuff. You can you can watch some real karate unfold. Nah, dude, karate's ja- Japanese. This is kung fu, dude. I don't buy it. Chinese. You know you they, all they hate each up. other. And it's like really insulting. Well, sort of the French and the English, but I'm sure that's not an easy distinguish from their point of view. Mark Zuckerberg's coming out with some new info on Hunter Biden. He says he's got his Facebook. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think... Uh, we ought to hang old uh, Zuckberg up to dry. Ooh, doggies. What that happened to him running for office and now he's just not interested? Yeah, the, the uh, someone probably told him, yeah, you're a freak mannequin robot. Get, you got to <laughs> chill. I thought you were going to say you'd make a, a shoe-in for the fucking whatever was happening on TV tonight. Oh, yeah, imagine him at the debate. Oh, you said it. You weren't supposed to say it. You said debate first. I would never say that word. You said the word debate first. But not in reference to that. Well, God. I mean, if we're on Mark Zuckerberg, we might as well go into it because <clears throat> just imagine him trying to argue in favor of anything. You're like, time to smoke some meats. You remember that? Smoke no, some I, don't meats. Wanna, I don't want to go You down. saw that, you saw that cringe not video? not that. That that video cringed me out so bad, man. But uh, China State TV, they love the Internet Chronicle. They called us a bastion of prosperity. Oh, Jesus. That was nice. I don't know where they get well, that that's idea. Good. Well, it's because we are. And I, you know, that seems about, about a good place where we can tie it up. Did tie you hear off. Jerry Falwell's in trouble? Um, y- you know what? what they think he's done. Because he's dead now. Jerry Falwell Jr. is suspected of raping angels. I hadn't heard that. I believe the angels, though. And uh, maybe one last headline before we go. The vape crisis. We were just talking about this earlier. More than 100 people are under supervision after looking like severe douchebags. All right. Oh, that's, that's a good one. I think we should do a vape panic show next time. Uh, I smoked one of those vapor cartridges. Did you go into a coma? No. Last year, I was I was kind of wheezing, but I figured that it might also be because I was also living with mold in the walls. Well, how come everyone's always, you know, I'm not convinced that that vitamin E is that toxic. I think I stopped some people smoking. have a sensitivity to it. Yeah, probably some people do have a worse sensitivity. Because if it's, if it's out there and everybody's smoking that vitamin E. Right. Well, there's not thousands. There should be more. There's only a handful of people having a reaction to it. So don't don't you guys worry about that. Uh, you heard it here first. Just keep smoking your your metallic vapor shavings or whatever the fuck. It's good for you. It's vitamin E. You'll yeah, it's just energetic. water vapor. Yeah. It's it's nothing You'll more. It's fine. only water vapor. Don't worry about it. You feel fine. I feel fine, don't you, Kilgore? I feel better than ever. In fact, I'm uh, about to enter a coma right now. 
uh, Dr. Troubadour, he told me not to slow down and just to keep, if I can, maybe smoke more of this vapor cartridge. He said vitamin E acetate uh, coats the lungs in a, per- a, perfect- a protective film. <laughs> and uh, it keeps the bad stuff from hurting you. Chronicle.su is a Liebel Droger production. Any attempt to reproduce these materials uh, by creating a copy or a simulation in your mind, or even if you just like mention it in your fucking thoughts, uh, will be interpreted as an act of aggression. You heard that. If you listen to us, we're going to sue you. That's how bad it's got. We used to tell people to fuck off, but now we're... we're uh, Filing some paperwork now, as they yeah. as they listen. We used to tell you to fuck off. Now we're leaving you open to civil suit, injury, <laughs> or death. That's a binding contract, and you listen. So, well, your fault. Yeah, you're the you're the garbage that listens to this program. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, look, this was this was a serious show about uh, UFOs and all that stuff, and we did that. We did that, and I did it without like. You know, without losing myself. Cracking a smile. And we weren't fucking around either, were we? We were, like, serious about uh, that stuff about Bob Lazar and Fravor. Like, Fravor seems to be, like, the real deal, right? Like, that was a a legit UFO that we captured in the sights of a fighter jet. It jammed the system and took off. Something is seriously of interest with that because it could be a major Pentagon PSYOP could be the real deal you know yeah you don't know but it's either or there's no in between uh, it means something it's something what pissed important. me off though is when this dude jeremy corbell comes up like he does know you don't know either dude you're just trying to sell documentaries yeah chill the fuck I'm out surprised you know i think that's who called in and said that, <laughs> that was jeremy yeah dude i could hear his goatee through the phone that uh, motherfucker. You're Jeremy, never calling in again. You're a motherfucker. Yeah. Jeremy Actually, Corbell ben, is ben banned. Is from the yeah. Jeremy Corbell, you're never coming on ben. this fucking program. Ever. Also, Joe Rogan banned. Joe Rogan banned from Hate Radio. Who else is banned? Uh, Heather Roseanne Marsh Barr. banned from Roseanne Hate Radio. Barr. Roseanne? Kristen Melka, you can call in anytime. We'll have you on as a guest. You're not banned yet. I'll suck you off. You'll probably be banned by the end of the show because you're you uh, take money from old women who are related to Joseph Smith. This is Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sec. This was Kilgore. banned. Everybody's banned. Good night and go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Blizzard banned. Hey, we off there yet? We're gone. You playing music or something? I want to hear the song in the whole show. James, you there?